0: a shutout for cam talbot and more importantly a win on the road for the shorthanded minnesota wild we recap everything that happened in tonight's two nothing win for the wild as our locked on wild postcast starts right now you're locked on wild your daily podcast on the minnesota wild part of the locked on podcast network your team every day What's happening, Wild fans? Welcome to the Locked on Wild postcast as we recap a 2-0 win for the Minnesota Wild over the Montreal Canadiens, a game in which the Wilds came in very shorthanded due to news that uh, came out yesterday afternoon that Marcus Felino tested positive for COVID-19. So uh, Fellino obviously not able to play in this game, he won't be able to play in either Thursday or Friday's games. Uh, against the Canadian or against the Canucks and the Kraken, the hope is that he will be ready to return come Sunday against Nashville. So uh, a nice win for the Wild, who are shorthanded coming in, and Cam Talbot picks up a shutout as well. Today's postcast is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball season, and the final push for the Stanley Cup playoffs. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, eSports, and more. The Kentucky Derby coming up here in a couple of weeks, so you can get the latest on which horse is going to be the one to claim the crown. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all that and so much more at BetOnline where the game starts. Wild win 2 to nothing to move back into second place pending the result of the Blues game against the Boston Bruins. And uh, for the Wilds, as we alluded to, came into this game shorthanded. So, Able to get the win. Uh, a couple of things of note to uh, point out in this game. It was Mitchell Chafee's first game in the NHL. And uh, got to say, had a chance to uh, to see him out on the ice. Tried to kind of key in on Chafee. And I-, I, thought the, uh, I thought the line of, of Dewar, Duhame, and Chafee did some good things. Obviously, not asked to do a whole heck of a lot. But uh, at the end of the day... They battled hard. Chafee got into a little bit of a scrum behind the net, so that was fun. And uh, they they made some winning plays to uh, help the Wilds pick up a win in this one, something that Dean Evason absolutely loves with guys like Connor Dewar and uh, Brandon Duhame as well, just guys that grind and uh, battle every opportunity that they get. And so, uh, kudos to those guys for uh, for grinding it out on the uh, the fourth line. New look third line for this game, which featured Nick Delorier, Jewel Ericsonek, and Nick Bugstad. Again, didn't think they were uh, didn't think they were particularly good or bad in this one. They they did okay, uh, but again, you are going up against the Montreal Canadiens, and so if you have two lines that are intact, such as the Kaprizov line and the Fiala line. More often than not, that's going to be enough to win the game. And Kevin Fiala continues his hot streak as he uh, scores his 30th goal of the season on the power play. Interesting note with that, that uh, you saw on the first power play unit for the Minnesota Wild, Kirill Kaprizov, Matt Zuccarello, Jewel eriksson Kevin Fiala, and Jared Spurgeon. We have gone back to the four-forward power play lineup. Thank goodness because the starting line combinations thing not working. So hopefully the Wilds keep that going consistently here down the stretch to try to get some sort of a semblance of a um, coherent power play uh, for the playoffs. And you know on the penalty kill, the wild did not give up a goal here obviously tonight so penalty kill did all right. looks like they were uh, were being more aggressive um, in this one so, Obviously, that was something that we really liked to see as well. The big thing to pull away from this game, of course, is the shutout by Cam Talbot, who continues his unbeaten record over his uh, last now 15 appearances. Talbot just continues to uh, give the Wild just a really, really good goalie combo. Uh, he is now 11 0 3 in his past 15 appearances. Uh, made 26 saves for his 27th shutout of the season. Minnesota Wild now 16 2 and 4 in their last 22 games. And uh, they closed the season 23 5 and 4 against the Eastern Conference. That's unbelievable. So Talbot, great, got the shutout. And, uh, you know, him and Flurry alternating, uh, I've, I've seen people that are not super thrilled with that prospect but at the end of the day it keeps both guys fresh down the stretch nobody has to worry about any sort of a particularly long layoff and the other thing that it does is in the case of Talbot's last start not a particularly good one against the st Louis blues gives him an opportunity to just catch his breath and focus on his next start which was against this Canadians team and Again, it's Montreal, but at the end of the day, they did battle quite a bit. They battled, and they had plenty of opportunities down the stretch. It just was – it seemed like a game that the Wilds just wanted to come in and win and not have to really exert a whole lot ahead of two big ones coming up on Thursday and Friday. So obviously you want your goalie then to be on his A game to uh, help the team kind of overcome that and uh, and Talbot did that. Matt Boldy had a circus goal as well in this game. Insane, just circus level stuff. So uh, he continues to play really well. That Fiala line continues to be the one to lead this team, although the Capri's offline played better here. They bounced back after a rough go uh, against, the, um, against the Sharks. So good to see that. Good to see the Wild pick up a win. However, Something that has become kind of a little point of contention with me is continuing to flare up. And so we'll uh, discuss that to finish today's postcast. The Wilds pick up a 2-0 win over Montreal. And uh, we'll move to some of the things that need to be fixed going forward. But first, today's Locked on Wild postcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Plus, you can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. So head to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write how, uh, make sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, all at RockAuto.com. Wild win 2-0 over the Montreal Canadiens, and so they are closing in on history as well as a franchise with uh, just a couple of wins to get to the illustrious 50 mark on the season. And, um, you know, this wild team picking up a huge two points uh, on the road, although a sloppy game to say the least. It seems like if you're going to point to anything that needs to be addressed by this team and needs to be fixed, it's simply zone entries. And you look at the second period as being really kind of a lull point for this team over its past several games. But so many times in this game, the Wild did not have clean entry into the Canadiens' zone. And it led to you know turnovers right off the get go. It led to bad passes that uh, that were picked up by the Canadians behind their own net. And so, for the Wild, something that they I think need to clean up is just just the general order of which they um, they enter into the attacking zone uh, when they have the puck and when they're on offense. You, you look at. When players like Kirill Kaprizov or Kevin Fiala have the puck, obviously everybody else is kind of taking a back seat and letting them be the ones to drive the action, which there's nothing wrong with that because those guys are very good at uh, being able to kind of control the puck and, and figure out what to do with it. But there were plenty of opportunities, I think, where the Wilds had barely even gotten themselves established in the zone. And the Canadians, you know, poke the puck free or, or steal the puck, and they go back down the other way, and they've got a two-on-one or a three-on-two, or they just go right back to sustaining pressure on on their other end of the ice, as opposed to letting the Wild get set up. And it led to some long shifts for uh, several members on the team. You know, the Boldy Fiala Goudreau line got stuck out there for uh, over two minutes at one point because uh, they had tried to get something set up on the other end but lost control of the puck, and uh, Montreal just went right back to work. So if there's anything to tweak or uh, or try to kind of clean up, I think it's zone entries. I'm encouraged to see whether or not this uh, new look on the power play is something that sticks, or at least we go back to the four forwards and a defenseman um, mentality. It's just, it's, this is a game that is hard to gauge because you're down two of your bigger identity guys in Jordan Greenway and Marcus Foligno. And so you had two new line mates for Jewel Erikssonak and you had an entirely new fourth line. And yet the Wilds, it really didn't ever feel like this game was in question. You know, the Canadians had the... Um, the goal that was overturned due to goalie interference. Other than that, I mean, they had some good looks, but there really was never a point where you're like, oh boy, this is looking dicey. The, uh, the Wild might not be able to pull this one out. Even when they were only up one nothing, it just it seemed like they always had an answer for the attack of the Canadians and having Talbot be as good as he was certainly helped also. But at the end of the day, I think what it shows us is there is enough of a gap between where the Wild are at and where Montreal is at to where you can have this kind of a game as just a way to pick up a couple of points. Nobody got banged up, and uh, the Wild were able to just go on this quick little one-game road trip, get the win, and uh, get right back to uh, right back to work for a couple of big ones on Thursday and Friday. So it's Wild didn't play. Greats, but they didn't have to because uh, they, you know, have plenty of talent that uh, that was able to help them win it over the Canadians. So, all in all, two nothing win. The Wild have now forty eight wins on the season. And uh, for more on this and more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure that you're following Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to your podcast. That does it for today's postcast. Join us after Thursday's game against the Vancouver Canucks. We'll have another. Locked Wild postcast for you, all courtesy of the Locked On Podcast Network.